0: Hello, and welcome to the Ashe podcast. My name is Jordan, and I am the Ayaba Mama. This podcast is all about healing, empowering, and teaching you the skills and tools to completely change your life. I'm so glad you're joining me on this transformational day, and I can't wait to be a part of your journey to the best you that you can be. Now, let's get into it. everyone and welcome to the first episode of the podcast. Uh, This is so exciting for me. Um, I don't know if you know who I am, but if you do, you know that I have wanted to do a podcast for so very long. So I'm so excited that you're here to join me today. Today's episode, I'm going to be really talking about how I got to this moment and the path that I took that completely changed my life forever. Um, Before I get into that, just know that this is the first time I am recording anything. So if you hear any background noise, if you hear me bump, if you hear me say a lot of ums, uh, please bear with me. See, I just did it then, but please bear with me. I am learning and yeah. So if you do not know who I am, my name is Jordan and I'm 23 years old. I just graduated in June of 2019. And yeah, really the whole purpose of this podcast is to really help you get to where you want to be. And I think it is a natural start to kind of tell you how I got to where I am. So I want to start by sharing with you my college experience and kind of my journey with college because my journey to to college and through college are crazy. Um, And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to my story. So I wanted to share that with you. First and foremost, I went to a public high school in a pretty large city, and I started college thinking, I got this, right? Like, I am almost a straight-A student. I graduated high school with a 3.91, so that one damn B ruined my whole GPA. Um, But yeah, so I started college with really good grades, and I thought that college was going to be really easy for me. I started college, I went to a liberal arts institution with the idea that I was going to be pre-med and that I was going to be a neuroscience major because I wanted to work with um, children specifically in a neuroscience, psychology, psychiatry sort of capacity. So I started college and my first year, I will never forget this, the very first day. So let me set the scene for you. My university has a freshman week where it's only freshmen before all the upperclassmen come and classes start. And in that week, you do a lot of team building events and you meet all the first years and then you also meet your academic advisor. So I met my academic advisor and he was well-renowned in the neuroscience field and he says to me, what do you want to do? And I told him, I said, you know, I want to work with kids. I want to work in psychiatry or neurosurgery or neuroscience or something along those lines. I'm not really sure yet. You know, I'm 18 and I still have time to decide. And he tells me in the middle of a group. Now, mind you, this group is about five or six people, all who have the same advisor. We're all freshmen. We all obviously want to be in neuroscience. And he looks at me and he says, you're not cut out for neuroscience. You should just join the humanities now. And this was literally my first day of college. My mom had just left that morning and I was completely on my own. I knew none of my classmates yet except these five or six people who were sitting at this table with me with my advisor. And I was told that the path that led me to this university, I wasn't cut out for with no other information of who I was, my capabilities, what I had done in high school. Um, And that was really hard. And so... I think that really set a precedence for me at my university, but I still gave it a shot. My freshman year was not good at all. I took all of the bio classes, you know, what a normal pre-med would take, Um, took biology, took chemistry, took all the classes that I should be taking. And I was 0.10 of a GPA, so one-tenth of a letter grade away from academic probation my first term out of high school. And that really shook me up. So I completely had no idea what I was doing my freshman year. I was so lost. I was so lonely. And I felt like I wasn't being supported. And that was my first experience in college, right? And so that really set a precedence for my entire college career. My sophomore year was very similar. My classes were classes that I hated taking. I didn't really want to take the classes but I knew I had to and so I my grades continued to slip and they were getting closer to that academic probation and then I would take a class that I really enjoyed like biomedical ethics and I'd get an A in it and then I would take a chemistry class to kind of balance it out so when I got the C minus or the D or D minus um then they kind of balance each other out and I did that for all of my sophomore year And then my junior year, my entire life kind of just flipped upside down. I realized I wasn't happy. And I said, this is not working out for me. I don't want to be pre-med anymore. I hate this. I feel stupid. I feel unwanted and unsupported in this department. So what do I, what can I possibly major in so I could just graduate, right? At this point, I was not a fan of my university. I just want to be done. And I looked at the courses with my academic advisor. And I was like, I just want to graduate at this point. It doesn't matter what degree I have. What is the one department that I have the most classes in that will get me to graduate? And that was anthropology. And when I sat down with my academic advisor and he was like, oh, like you have, you know, five more classes before you can graduate in anthropology. And I was like, oh, okay, well, let me do anthropology. And my life completely change and i'm not saying i'm absolutely in love with anthropology um as a field but what i did really love was the sociology aspect learning about culture and learning about people um you know i think a lot of people think anthropology and they think dinosaurs and stuff and i definitely did not like that it was too sciencey for me um but yeah learning about people and learning about what made people tick and what different cultures were doing was so inspiring to me. And so I fell in love with anthropology. I took all of the classes, I took um, classes about indigenous people and what they uh, what their lessons were to their youth. And I took classes on Southeast Asia and what types of culture uh, existed there. And I took a class about geriatric care and um, elderly communities and what that really looked like. And I just loved learning about these cultures and I was really happy. And then my life shifted again when my grandmother passed away. And this was the point that I would arguably say is the turning point for me. Um, I would say that this is really where my life changed. And I wasn't really close with my grandmother. Um, I grew up with her, so I knew her. and. I wasn't really close with her. I didn't have a really strong relationship with her. But for some reason, her passing away really, to be honest, freaked me out. I didn't know what to do. This was the first person that had passed away that was even close to me. And to see somebody who had always existed in my life now not be there, regardless of that relationship, whether it was positive or negative, it really scared me. So as you know my family is going through all of these trials and tribulations with my grandmother's passing I was very confused and I just didn't know where to go. I felt this void and I felt this calling to do something different and that I was living stagnantly and one of my closest cousins who growing up definitely considered her a sister. Um, We both kind of were just like, what do we do? I think we took very different paths in that moment, but I think we both share the same. What do we do? Where, where are we? Where were we? What are we doing in our lives right now that are making us happy? And what are we doing to live up to this legacy that is our family? so, that summer was right before my senior year, and I was just really lost, and I started looking to religion. I started reading the Bible, which even though I had grown up a Lutheran my entire life, I could not tell you a single thing that was in the Bible outside of on the third day, God created, you know, like very basic things. Um, I could not tell you what the Bible was even about, so I started reading it, and I started feeling really close to God. But then the same questions that I had as a little kid started coming up again. So I started looking at indigenous cultures that I had learned in anthropology and learning about the Yoruba people um, who were my ancestors and the practice of Ifa. And that just started making sense. So I started reading about that and started practicing that and learning about people who, you know, believed in Wicca and, you know, all these things that were so taboo from the church, I started looking at them. And even though my grandmother would have, that would have killed her if she would have known that I was looking into these things that weren't Christ, but it just made sense. And I think that in that moment of relearning a religion and figuring out who I was, I realized that I was making excuses to not live the life that I had desired. And that was so powerful to think about. I realized that I had these super limiting beliefs about myself and I had negatively labeled myself. And I, in that moment, realized that I had no ambition. I had no motivation. I had no hope for myself. I had picked a major because it was going to be what made me graduate the fastest and not that I didn't love anthropology, but I was being complacent. I've never been the type of person to say these are my goals. This is what I want to do. I jokingly tell my parents or anyone who really asks me that I did not see myself surviving past 15 years old. And I don't mean like I was really depressed and had suicidal thoughts like nothing like that. But I just mean like, when I projected my life, I could not see myself past 15 years old. I just could not picture me as an adult. And so when I turned 17, when I turned 18, when I turned 21, 22, I had no plans because I hadn't even projected that I was going to get to this point. I had no goals. I had no drive. I wanted to graduate to graduate, not graduate to become blank. And that was really scary. That was a scary moment entering my senior year of college where I had spent tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars to attend this private institution that my ancestors would never have been able to go to. And living in that privilege of being able to go to college, and I had no idea what I was doing. And that was terrifying. So I took that as a sign. And I started actively working to become a better person. I started absorbing media that was positive, I started following people who who had something to say that I resonated with. And I started changing, I started seeing things going well for me. My senior year, I had gone from academic probation, my sophomore year, pretty much, um, on the cusp of academic probation, to my senior year, I was able to graduate with honors. Like, how cool is that, that I was able to go from somebody who just wanted to graduate to graduate, to now graduating with honors. I graduated with a job. I graduated months in advance. I had already known what I was going to be doing after college. I was someone who was not active on campus at all. I had joined no organizations. I had no leadership roles into my senior year where I was attending so many different organizations and attending so many different things. I got involved with BSU. I got involved with our Native American Association to help my Native brothers and sisters. I helped them create a mural to represent their community. I went from a person on academic probation to the senior class speaker, to being the VP of my senior class. And I don't say this to be like, oh, yeah, like, look what I can do. But I'm saying that once I changed my mindset, I was able to do the things that people want to do in college. I didn't set out for college to be this terrible event. I set out for it to be loving and a positive experience. And I had been so self-absorbed with the things that I wasn't doing that I didn't realize that I was holding myself back. So when I finally stopped holding myself back, all these things started happening for me. And now I'm almost a year out of college, which is absolutely insane. But I'm so happy. I'm living my life that I've always wanted. And I'm doing the things I want to do. I'm connecting with the people I wanted to connect with for years now. And I'm living this life that I thought was impossible. And what I got out of all of this, right, so from a senior in high school to all the trials and tribulations of college to a college graduate to now, I learned that living in alignment is not an easy path. At my college graduation, the keynote speaker talked about the swirls of life or the waves of life. Um, I wish I would remember what exact usage word usage she used, but She talked about how you have to ride the waves of life and that the waves are hard. And you can't not ride the wave. What happens after the wave? There's calm, there's stillness. You have to ride the wave to get to that calm. You can't just get there easily. You have to either go through the wave or you have to go over the wave. And I was living my life just crashing through the wave. I was just letting life hit me in the face over and over and over again. And I wasn't living. I was existing. And it took me until very recently. It took me until almost two years ago to realize that that's what I was doing. I I wasn't living. I was existing. And... In this keynote speech, she said, even when you get the clear water, there are still boats and breezes and creatures that can disrupt your peace. So even if there's still water, there's still things under the surface. Even when you think you're the only boat out there, there are still boats coming towards you and you have to be able to know how to navigate those waters in order to stay afloat. And I'm so glad that I went through what I went through because I would never have been able, I would have never been able to navigate the waves that have been thrown at me now as somebody who's paying off school loans, as a working adult, as an adult in adult relationships with people. I would have never been able to ride those waves if I hadn't had the trials that came through college and if I wouldn't have realized that, I would have been still living in complacency. And so part of me is like, oh, dang, like, I really went through all that. And this is all I get, you know, part of me says that all the time, where I'm like, dang, like, I went through all of that just to be where I am. But then another part of me is like, I went through all of that, just to be here. Like, that's pretty damn cool. And I wanted to emphasize that I am not perfect. I am not always in alignment, right? I am not always thinking how to serve my highest self, but it isn't about staying in alignment all of the time. It's about knowing how to navigate and to get back into alignment, no matter how many waves are being thrown your way. I went through everything that I went through and you are going through everything that you are going through because you have a higher purpose. Because you are created to be in alignment with infinite abundance. And I hope that this, with this podcast, with the Ayaba Mama business franchise organization, whatever you want to call it, coaching services. I hope that you take my advice and you see my path and you see how I got from. I went from a failing college student to a successful entrepreneur and a successful human living my very best life. And yes, I don't have it all together, but it's not about having it all together. It's about having the tools to realign when you're out of alignment. And I think that's really important. So I hope you're able to join me through that journey. I have plenty of other stories to share with you in this podcast and on my coaching services. And I really hope that we can learn together, grow together And just yeah, thank you for listening to me. Before I end the podcast, I got a question from my mother, ironically. Um, So I told her I was like, Mom, I ordered all the podcast stuff. I am doing this. And this is what I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it the Ashe podcast. And she said, What does that mean? (laughs) So I'm sure that plenty of you who are listening to this are like, Yeah, what is the Ashe? What does that mean? And so I want to explain that to you a little bit. Ashe is a West African philosophy. It's a concept to create power and to make things happen and produce change for yourself. It's kind of like a way of saying it is because I say it is. And the universe or creator or God or whatever you believe in is working to completely align myself with my higher purpose, because I say so. If you think of people who say like, and so it is, or so mote it be, you know, you hear that a lot in like Wiccan spaces or um, or in prayers, you say amen, or, you know, those types of things. It's, it's similar to that. Um, it's saying, I'm creating it because I'm making it happen. So when someone says ashe, they're saying it is because I say it is. And I don't need any reaffirmation because it is. Because I say it is. And that is just so beautiful. Like, how beautiful is that? Like, I just, it's just so beautiful. So that's why I named it that. Um, It means whatever intentions, whatever dreams, whatever aspirations that you are putting out there, they're happening in alignment with infinite abundance and... I just think that is a perfect name for this podcast because through this podcast I'm hoping that you will learn how to be in alignment with infinite abundance and it will be because you say it is. I hope that in this podcast you will learn something and you will laugh with me and you will cry with me because I definitely know that there are going to be some of these podcasts where I'm going to be crying and you know I may cut it out but I may not and we'll see as this journey takes us wherever it's going to take us but I just hope you are having an amazing day and I hope that you join me again and again and come back to the Ashe podcast. I want to thank you so very much for joining me for this ashe podcast episode you can find me on instagram at ayaba underscore mama and you can find out more information about me ayaba mama and my coaching services in the description of this episode if you haven't already show me some love by leaving a review on whatever platform you are listening in on and until next time ashe